Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today on the show. Every week, I invite a girlfriend to join me, and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Guys, today's show is brought to you by BarkBox. BarkBox is a monthly delivery of all-natural treats and super fun toys curated to match your dog's unique needs, including allergies and cheap references. Guys, each box is centered around a different theme, like Country Fair, Bark Ball, New York City. Get it? Haha. Guys, every Bark Box ships free within the continental USA. And when your dog falls in love with something from the Bark Box, you can find it again on their website, BarkShop.com or the Bark Box app. Guys, we got a box delivered here for my puppy Landry. Uh, she's a Labradoodle, and she's the cutest Labradoodle you'll ever see. But literally, I'm kidding you not, when the box came, she just sniffed it on the front porch and she would hardly leave it because it had her favorite treats in it. And the chew toy that she loves the most is the one that looks like a paper. So we are literally the family with our dog running around with the paper in her mouth. It's so cute. Guys, visit BarkBox.com slash happy hour and get an extra premium toy for free in your BarkBox every month when you subscribe to a six or 12 month plan and select yes, please. When asked if you have a playful pup, that's BarkBox.com slash happy hour for an extra premium toy free. All right, guys, it is the last day of May. For some of us, we're at the very end of the school year. My kids go till June 1st. Tomorrow's the last day of school. So I hope that you're gearing up for summer. Guys, today you're listening to episode number 143, and my guest is Angie Smith. I've known Angie for a few years, and I've been trying to get her on the show forever, but today seems to just be the perfect time for us to join us. Angie and her husband, Todd, have five kids, four girls here and one girl at home with Jesus. Angie is an author and a speaker and a homeschool mama and downright fun and hilarious. Every single time I've been around her, I have cracked up laughing about something, and we're going to do that today as well. There's one thing I need to tell you, okay, guys? At the beginning, when we finally started recording, because it was just like so much drama for us to get together on the phone, we joke at the beginning about how we realized when we tried to talk via Skype that this, when I called Angie on Skype, a weird Dateline episode started playing. Literally, that's all I could hear. And you guys, I didn't realize it, but I was actually recording. And so at the end of the show, I'm going to play it to you. So then when we joke about it in just a few minutes at the end, you'll hear why it was so funny. Okay, guys. Also, I want to tell you real quick uh, before we get to this episode that the sound quality is like the worst I've ever done. (laughs) Um, It's taking it back to the very beginning of happy hour. We had so many problems getting connected that I had to record a different way. And I'm not technical. Aaron wasn't here to help me. And so the sound is not the best. But listen, I had to make a decision. Cancel it. Redo it and get you something better. But here's the deal. It was a really good conversation. And I think it's going to be really beneficial to everyone that listens. And so I'm just asking for your forgiveness in the beginning. Know that we do not normally ever like to put out anything on the happy hour that is not up to a very high standard. And so we apologize for that ahead of time. 
but I think you're going to like it. So thank you so much for putting up with a very poor quality of recording this time. Guys, before I get to our conversation, I want to remind you of two things. Number one, the book club. The book club, the book club, the book club. So many of you guys have signed up and it is going to be so much fun. There's still time to sign up. You can sign up. I mean, the book releases that we're reading on June 6th. So that's when you will get it in your mailbox if you pre-ordered it. That's when you can pick it up. And so that's when we will start reading. So go to jamieivy.com slash book club. All the information is there. Last week on last week's show, the author for the June's book club, Kristen Shell, she joined me for a few minutes at the end of the show. So if you want to get a feel for the book, make sure you listen to that episode and she joins me at the end. Okay, second thing I want to remind you about. In this episode, Angie and I talk about Compassion International. And Compassion International is an organization that's dear to my heart. Uh, we have been fans of Compassion for over 10 years. We sponsor three kids through them. I tell you in this episode, but Aaron has met both of our other kids and I have met one of our kids in Haiti. Um, and tomorrow, as in tomorrow, Thursday, June 1st, I'm getting on an airplane with my son Deacon and we're flying to Kenya with Compassion International. So guys, here's what I'd love for you to do. I'd love for you to follow along on our trip. And the best place for you to do that with me is on my Instagram. So just find me on Instagram at Jamie Ivy. But guys, listen, I'd also love it if you had never heard of Compassion or you want more information, the webpage is compassion.com slash happy hour. Use that webpage specifically for this trip, compassion.com slash happy hour. Okay, guys. Oh, last thing. I guess I had three things to tell you. You guys are the smartest listeners in the world because last week when I interviewed Cheryl Scruggs and I told her that she was the second mother-daughter happy hour combo, I included um, Cheryl and her daughter, Lauren, who's been on the show before, and I also included Jessica Thompson and her mom, Elise Fitzpatrick. But you guys, I forgot to mention another mother-daughter combo, Amanda Jones and Beth Moore. Hello. So you guys are amazing. Thanks for sending me messages and comments. So yes, we have officially had three mother-daughter combos on the happy hour. Okay, friends, here is my conversation with Angie Smith. Hey, Angie, welcome to the happy hour. Hey. Uh, what people don't know is it took like, it took a whole armed force <laughs> for us to like get together. Um, like literally, we don't even know how we're talking, but it happened. Okay. Can we just talk about the best part though? What? <laughs> The best part is that I can't figure out Skype. I think my headset just didn't have a mic. But can we talk about how randomly it started playing a murder mystery with Tamara Hall? Yeah, Tamara Hall. I heard her name. Yes. I think it's Dateline. Yeah. People who know me know that I love some murder mysteries, but I just love that that started. Literally, I answered your Skype call and it was like, and the family is still looking for the killer. And I was like... What is it? Is Angie like, is she watching TV? Like, what's happening? I thought you just had your TV up really loud. I was laughing so hard. I was crying because I didn't know where it was coming from. I couldn't stop it. And of course, it's that. Of right. It's not like the Bible being read or something. No, no. Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. So, do you, so this, I like this about you already because I also like those type of TV shows. Is that right? Like my family growing up, like a Friday, like an, like an amazing Friday night was like two episodes of 2020 back to back. Stop it. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever, there's not an episode of Dateline I haven't seen. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm obsessed. I love, now do you, are, are you like this in other areas? Like, do you like podcasts that are kind of like murder mystery type things? I do. Yes. I found a couple that I became hooked on. Which ones? Um, I bet I listened well, to. Well, I'm forgetting. Okay. So the first one was that one a long time ago. About the guy who was falsely accused. Allegedly. Yeah. And then the newer one was the one that just came out and it was super popular. Undisclosed? 
No. no. Okay. I'm going to have to get a list of these, but the one, oh, I'm totally forgetting okay, you know what, what the, what's... this crazy guy, like this guy who lives out and he has like mazes. Oh, and... uh, S-Town. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That was good. I talked about S-Town on the show, like uh, with Megan Tease, we were talking about it and I had not seen the whole thing yet. And so then the show comes out and like a week later, my mom is talking to me and my sweet mom listens to every episode of my show. It's so kind. So she's talking to me about this podcast, <gasps> oh. S-Town. And I said, oh, mom, don't listen. Like... Don't you can't listen. It's, it's <laughs> don't like she goes, I, I already, I'm not even going to tell you about the S. Right. And she said, oh, I already listened. And I was like, no, you didn't. Did you like it? She goes, I loved it. I was like, OK, stop. All right. I know. But it has I'm some really language. Family. It has some language. It does have a little language. Yeah. yeah so but it was, was so interesting. So interesting. So interesting. Um, it was really good. So I like that one as well. There's one I've li- listened to. I'm going to have to like pull it up. I, I know I've talked about it on here before, but it's about uh, Tara Grinstead. Oh, I don't know anything about this. Okay, so this podcast is called Up and Vanished. Um, yes, yeah. Todd's listening to that right now. Yes. I was just going to ask about that. Is it yeah. good? It is good. It's kind of, it, it, I, it's gone on for a long time. And so okay. I'm kind of almost ready to be done, you know, with it. Okay. Uh, did you listen to Missing Richard Simmons? I was just going to ask you that, but didn't it, it kind of got, it kind of like got disappointing when he showed up healthy, like outside of the house <laughs> when I was listening to it. It was like a little, you know, wah, wah. I enjoyed I it because to me, it felt like this comedy kind of thing almost. Yes. Like it was Richard excellent. Simmons is just, man. I know. What I thought a, the whole thing, like all the series. What a life. I'm like, yeah. is, his, is she like holding him captive? Is exactly. he like, yeah. Yeah. It was good. So, okay. I'm glad to know that we have that in common. Me shows. too. Yes. I'm glad Eliz- you got to hear it. Elizabeth Vargas. <laughs> Dan Ray. Oh my yes. All of it. All of it. Oh, this is moving. To me. This is great. This is great. Okay. So Angie, welcome. Yes. I know who you are. Somebody listening may not know who you are. Tell me just a few things about you and your family and all that kind of fun stuff. Okay. Hey. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Angie Smith and I'm married to Todd Smith. I have four living daughters and one who passed away nine years ago, which is really it feels it like seems yesterday. Like, and, right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I live in Franklin, which is about a half an hour outside of Nashville. And I write and teach and that's about it. Yeah. And write, do you homeschool? I do. Okay. Well, I do, but I should add a caveat to that. Um, I have uh, like someone a tutor who helps helper. me in the yeah. house. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like my older girls do an online school, which is really cool because I can see their teacher. They have like 15 people in the class. They raise their hand. Like it's. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of a different vibe than most of the like homeschool stuff. It's been really good for them. There's, that's awesome. Yeah. It's like accountability outside of me, which I think is important. Yeah. For, so, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Are y'all done for the year? We're recording this. What's today? May 25th. Have, are y'all done not. for the year? No. Okay. They're still not. June 2nd. Okay, so, June 2nd. That's about my kids. Their last day is June 1st. So, you know, there we okay. go. We're getting close. Um, okay. So um, you mentioned about nine years ago is when your daughter passed away. And I'll tell you, my first introduction to you was your book. Uh, remind me of the name of it. I Will Carry You. I yeah. Will Carry You. So you know how you remember where you were when certain things happened? Mm-hmm. Like, I know where I was when Princess Diana died, right? Do you? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I can was tell in you college. where I was sitting in my apartment. Oh, I was in my apartment was, too. Wait, you were in college? I was in college. When yeah. did you graduate college? 90, I graduated high school in 96. Okay, I was in 94. Okay. We were close. Yeah. yeah, so I was in college and it was a Saturday night and I thought it was like a Saturday Night Live skit. Oh. And I think, I thought, this is awful, people. We have gone too far. This is, oh, you're kidding. Yeah. So you know how you remember where, where were you? You're in an apartment? Yep. Yep. 
in what Buffalo, else do you New York, where you were. Um, I actually remember a lot of things. It's like random things. I don't know how, why my brain stores things that way, but if yeah. you ask me something, I see it like I can see it visually. Oh. I'm terrible with names. I'm terrible with um, dates and like remembering details. Obviously, I'm a technology guru, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I have like little movies that play in my head all the time. Okay, so. well, good for you. I don't, but <laughs> all that to say, I don't remember a lot of things, but I remember exactly where I was when I was reading that book. Isn't that crazy? Mm, I was at, this is, this is nothing in your book is funny where I was reading it is funny. If you know me, I was at the YMCA on the treadmill. No, you Um, weren't. Yes, I was walking like, (laughs) well, that's ambitious. It's like upstairs and it overlooks. It's like a big window. I remember I was on the treadmill walking, um, and literally the crazy woman at the YMCA, like bawling as I walk. Oh, <laughs> it's a sight to be seen, you know? I bet I but wish then, I could have been there with I you. Know, you I should know. have been watching like Tamron Hall or something <laughs> on the treadmill. Yes, for sure. Uh, but that was my first introduction to you. Um, I think that I maybe had seen your blog, which is where you started talking mm-hmm. about your journey when you and Todd were going through that uh, with your daughter and your pregnancy. Um, but then I got a hold of your book when I moved here to Austin. Um, and so that's how I met you. Was through Aww. that story, which I'm sure that's a lot of people's uh, how you met, how they met you as well. Um, so when did that book publish? Do you remember that? Um, it would have been 2009, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So it's so been a not while. long after you well, walked through that. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. No, it was actually pretty quickly after that. Okay. Um, might've been 2010, but it was, it was pretty shortly after. Okay. Um, okay. So your friend, um, your great friend, Daniel Walker has been on. And so we chatted mm-hmm. a little bit about this and this is how you guys got connected as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't, I want to talk to you about so many other things, but I don't want to pass over because there are so many people who are listening who are just, man, life's hard, Angie, you know, life's mm-hmm. hard. Um, and they might be in some kind of like, just, they feel like this is the end of the world, the worst, mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have to be the same as what you and Todd went through um, with your baby girl. Um, but what did you, nine years on the other side of that, nine mm-hmm. years on the other side of losing a daughter, um, walking through, you know, quite possibly the worst thing you'll ever walk through in your life, nine years on the flip side of that, how, how do you feel looking back on that now? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Um, I feel like Danielle and I talk about that a lot because I'm a little bit farther down the road. Um, I, I think the emotions just change because mm-hmm. I would say just, you know, right after, and really honestly, Jamie, for a long time, and I'm, I'm still this way about plenty of things. I have to remind myself that God is not intimidated by my emotions. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think for a long time, I sort of held back from that in, in my faith, like, and Audrey was probably the first time that I really started going to him Mm -hmm. angry, like pounding the steering wheel in my car, that kind of thing. And so I feel like as time has gone by, that part of my relationship with him has really changed. And so I, and I say this a lot, I I don't, I won't understand it here. I mean, I just won't. Mm -hmm. And I believe that he's working things for the good of those who love him. I believe that, but I don't know that we'll totally see it here. And so a lot of times people are like, what an amazing ministry. Cause you know, nine years down the road, she's not necessarily part of every story or every reason that I'm teaching, you know, people might not have brought me in because of mm-hmm. that. And so that part is hard, but when they find out and they're like, but look at all these things that have come from it. I feel like 
honestly, I would still say, but I'd rather have her back. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I wish that could have been different. Yeah. And I'm giving myself permission to do that and just to have, you know, it's taken almost a decade mm-hmm. to process it. And I think I'll process it for the rest of my life, yeah. but it does change. The grief does change and it takes shapes that I feel like are easier to harness after some time. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's always there. Yeah. I heard um, Mary Beth Chapman, uh, I heard her make a statement one time and, you know, a lot has come through their ministry and um, they lost a daughter and she, I've heard her say before, like I would, I would trade it all you yeah. know, to have her back. Um, and I we think- actually, she, I, we lost Audrey on April 7th. I remember when Maria passed away because it was my dad's birthday, which was May 21st. Mm-hmm. And then my nephew passed away May 27th. Oh my gosh. So of the same year. Like, yes. Yes. <sighs> I remember, this is weird. Like, I don't know why I remember where, I remember where I was when I found out about what had happened with the Chapman family. I was at like Tours R Us in Nashville. Um, Mm. And I, we just had a lot of mutual friends. Um, Their their family went to the same church that we went to, like her brother and his family. And so um, I remember where I was when that happened as well. Um, And so it's weird that I remember that date, May 21st as well. um, And think about her when that happens. Yeah. I know. Had the anniversary. Yeah. Oh, well, I think that it's good. You know, something I've learned in interviewing people along the road, especially people who have lost people is, and you can affirm this as well, if you believe this is true, is that I feel like so many times people on the other side get nervous and scared about what I say and here's the anniversary and what I do. And I have just learned that people who have lost someone, they just want to know that you remember them. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And they want people to dig in. Like people are always like, you know, I mean, grief is awkward to enter into and people don't know how to do it. And it's not for lack of like having the right motivation or wanting to help. You just, I think people are hesitant to enter in. And the truth is, I won't say this about all kinds of grief, but in my experience, I love when people ask, you know, in my experience with people who've lost children, they want to talk about them. Mm. If they were older, they want people to ask what their personalities were like and, you know, just simple things and say their names. Mm. So yeah, yeah, that's, it's awesome that you've, figured that out because I think it's something that's really beautiful for people who are grieving to have that with their friends. Well, I've just learned it from talking to people. And so I think that it is, you're right. It is an uncomfortable thing to step into. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is also just beautiful to be reminded, you know, that the person who's lost someone go, Oh, you didn't forget, you know, because the thing is I've never been through something that you have been through, but I remember, um, having to leave my kids in Haiti a lot when we were adopting them and I would Mm. come home and I would feel like the whole world is moving still and nobody cares. Yeah. That my kids aren't here. Um, Mm. and so that's the feeling you feel when you're the one grieving. You're like, wait, good morning. America still came on today and they're still talking about pop culture and they don't know what happened. Yeah. So true. Uh, So just to be aware of that. Yep. That's great. I'm glad you said that. Yes. You guys in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. 
Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. So have you had, I know you met Danielle through this. Have you had the opportunity to walk alongside other families that have gone through stuff like this? I have. And, um, it's, it's such a gift. I mean, like I, it, it's incredible to have that opportunity and it's just, it's a different kind of bond. I think anyone mm. who has similar, whether it's loss or whatever it is, there's just sort of this instant, you know, I'll meet people all the time when I'm out teaching and they'll just get up to me in line and look at my face and just start bawling. Mm. And to me, I'm like, that is so sacred. Yeah. That is so sacred to me that you would allow me mm-hmm to enter into, you know, people who haven't maybe even talked about loss that happened 50 years ago. Mm. So I have, I mean, and I, I wish I could spend more time with a lot of people that I meet, but even the glimpses into their stories are really, really meaningful. It's like the sacred thing that you look at them and you're like, I know you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm thankful for your ministry and for all the things that um, God has done through you over the past couple of years. Okay. So you, ha- you're working on a book right now. Yeah. And this will be wow. book number what? Uh, I think it's including children's book and Bible study. I think it's nine. Goodness that- gracious. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. So- in like eight years. Am I doing the math right? Right. I mean, yeah. About you're like a workhorse. Well, I don't know about that, but some, <laughs> some of them were children's books, some, you know, or yeah. So it's a little bit different, but, but yeah, it has been a lot. So this one is kind of the last one on my contract. And then I think I might just take a break. Just, yeah. Just breathe a little, yeah. little tiny bit. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So can you give us any info about this or is it like top secret? Yeah. Stuff? No, no, no. It's not top secret. Okay. In fact, I will tell you the topic and you can help me write it. How's that? That sounds um, great. Everybody email yeah. Angie Smith at AOL.com. Yes. <laughs> it's also due June 1st. Yeah. So there we yes. go. Tomorrow. You need it by tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. I am writing about, I, my degree is actually in developmental psychology. I, that's what I went to grad school for. So I've always loved it. So really light topic um, uh-huh. is understanding how your family and your childhood 
affect your relationship with other people and God to this day and just understanding wounds from childhood and all of that. So it's a happy, it's a happy book. That is a, feels like a deep book. It is a deep book. I've read like 75 books preparing for it. Oh my gosh. Because you're, it's such a tender topic Uh and you know, there's a really interesting mix between science and faith that I love. Mm. Um, and so that's really kind of getting at people understanding developmental stages and things that happened and the way that we see God as a result. So it's been really interesting, but it's, yeah, it has been a little bit heavy. Science and faith can make some people a little nervous. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I'm, I, it doesn't make me nervous. I'm just saying, no. but you know, yeah. learning it's how, a fine line. It's a fine line. Um, I basically, our kids will say something. <laughs> My daughter said something the other day, like she was telling a story that she remembered from a couple of years ago. And she said something out loud and Aaron just went, mm, that's going to send her to counseling. And I was like, yep, we're all just yeah, on totally. our way. <laughs> like, yeah, there it is. No, we joke about that. <laughs> Parenting put a couple more bucks in yes, the jar. Totally. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, totally, totally, totally. Um, okay. Well, good luck. I'm turning that in tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks. You got this. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> I appreciate that encouragement. Um, okay. So I was going to ask you if you get away to write, but I don't want to ask you that. I want to ask you about where you and your husband just got away to because oh, yes, you guys took like a trip of a lifetime. Well, maybe not trip of a it lifetime, really cool. but it was really cool. So you guys went and saw you two. We did. We flew. I mean, I'm not, I don't like to fly. You don't? And you've traveled no, for oh my gosh. I know. Isn't it ironic? Thank you, Lord. Um, so we went to California and saw you two with Mumford and Sons opening for them. And oh it was gosh. amazing. It was amazing. But as incredible as the trip was, can I tell you um, a little bit of a secret about it? What? Okay. So I haven't talked about this publicly because I don't want to be this person, but I will tell you, and I know it happens. I know it happens, but with or without you, one of my all time uh-huh. favorite songs, uh-huh. um, Bono basically kind of forgot where to come in to sing No, and sort of <laughs> spent like almost two minutes just like not singing and like, didn't really do the song. No. <laughs> and I was devastated, Jamie. I was devastated. Is I this like, like a no, new no. way that he's doing this concert or do no. you think it was a mistake? No. It's a mistake. He came in at the wrong time, and I think he just couldn't quite get it back. And then, like, people started singing it, and then he just kind of was, like, talking. Like, and I don't know. I mean, you know, it happens to everyone. For sure. It was just one of those moments where I video. I'm going to have it. And I was just sort of, like, mouth open, like, no. You're like, I flew all the way to California. (laughs) Totally. So that part was kind of a bummer. but But besides that. Yes. Amazing amazing really was i mean everybody on my instagram feed is like telling me that they went to see this concert and all of them are saying best night of my entire life best night of my entire life it's pretty amazing the tour is pretty amazing oh that's amazing so now you are you are like me we're both married to musician husbands yes um when does do things like that bother todd um i don't know about bothered but he definitely um he can, he picks up on things that I wouldn't. Yeah, me too. So he would be able to say, you know, anytime there's music involved, he'll be able to say, oh, that, you know, he can just describe it where I'm just like, what happened? Mm -hmm. And he can talk about like, oh, this is where, and he'll listen and be like, this is where, you know, so he definitely 
or I think there's a part of him that's like, <laughs> okay, cool. Everyone's human. You right. know, like yeah. Bono forgot the word. Then so I'm okay. If, right. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron has ruined a lot of things for me too, though. Cause we'll be watching like a concert on TV or something. And he'll be like, he's not really playing that guitar. And I'm like, why'd you have to tell totally. me that? I don't care I if he is or not, but now this I think it's weird. I don't want to know about the guy behind the curtain, like HGTV, the Food Network. <laughs> I need to believe that all those things happen exactly the way. And I know of they don't. Of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. They remodeled that entire house, even though you only saw two rooms. <laughs> they got a brand new house. Stop. Stop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Aaron does that to me. He's yeah. like, oh, they're lip singing. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know. But now I know. I know. And it's bad. Absolutely. Todd does the same thing. Oh, so did y'all do anything else fun in California? Um, we did. We stayed with his best friend. He's had a best friend, same best friend since third grade. Oh. And Dan, his family lives out there. They are Chinese. And so his like mom made all this Chinese food, <gasps> took us to this like traditional restaurant. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was really cool to kind of experience the culture there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really fun. And I grew up in Japan. So the Asian culture has always been, you know, uh-huh. so dear to me. And being there in San Francisco where there's such a high Asian population. It like, I felt like I was back in this happy place. So I, that part of it was almost as fun as everything else. How long were you in Japan? Mm, I was there from second to sixth grade. So, okay. Was your, yeah. Was one of your parents in the service? No, nor was it like a missionary thing. My dad, um, did he work in like the oil fields? No, keep guessing. I'm not going to the end of the show. This used to be so fun, but I'll just like, <laughs> He's a puppeteer. No, <laughs> he works, he worked for, he was in charge of like marketing for Procter & Gamble. And that job was there in Kobe. So it was a business thing. Okay. I would have never gotten to there just by the way. No. Like, yeah, I had a job. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. not going to go there. Um, <laughs> my mom was born in Japan. So they, no, 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 my mom wasn't. My uncle was. My Grandpa was in the service though, so they were everywhere. <laughs> See, oh my go. gosh, I love that. <laughs> I knew somebody was born in Japan in my family, so <laughs> that's that. Um, okay, and this was just you and Todd, no kids, right? No kids. Do y'all do that? Is that like a thing? Is that important for you guys? Honestly, we're not good at it. Okay, yeah. I we need to be more intentional about that. I think just because we both travel so mm-hmm. much, we just want to be home, like yeah. watching your shows, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out. Like it, it just feels nice to be home. Yeah. So. We need to be more intentional about just going out on date nights, though. Yeah. We're just, like, in that season where it feels like everything has been thrown in the blender, and yeah. we just don't do a good job of it. That's I, and us I, a lot, yeah. With really? The, with the date nights. I, I've been telling these young moms now, because I, when I was a young mom, I was like, everybody needs to go on date nights. It's important. Yeah. And now that my kids are older, like, literally, I'm like, Aaron, I guess I'll see you in three weeks. I mean, we yes. we, we get in bed, same bed every night, but like, I know. what are we doing? Because our kids have lives. I know. Yeah. I know. See, this is the part that like, th- like this to me is the same as like Bono messing up words. Like, can we just all say like, <laughs> it's th- hard. It's not always. Yeah. It yes. just doesn't. It's hard. It's hard. So, so it's a yeah, value, it's okay. but it's hard. Yes. Yes. Like tonight is our last baseball game. I don't know if any of your girls play softball, but if, no. you, if you're going to, if you have young kids and you're like, Hey, let's be baseball and softball moms. Let me just tell you, your life mm. is on hold from like okay. February to June. So how many, like how often are you going? We have probably two games a week and two practices. Do the math. Stop it. No, I know. Are you serious? Cause I have two kids playing. So they have practice oh, on different nights, different games, no. different fields. Yeah. Whoa. You're committed. 
Well, it's like, I don't know. My husband, Aaron, who doesn't like sports, he's always like, we're not doing sports ever again. And I was like, okay, well, go tell Deacon that he's no longer allowed to play baseball. (laughs) Does he love it? My son, yeah. And so does my daughter, you know? And so, and we each do, you only get to play one thing at a time. But when you have four kids, it doesn't matter. Like, you're exhausted. So, right. Guys, today's show is also brought to you by Sock Club. I love Sock Club. In fact, I gave Aaron a subscription to Sock Club last year for uh, his birthday in November. And then I gave my mom a subscription to Sock Club for Mother's Day. But you guys, Father's Day is right around the corner on June 18th. And we know sometimes dad can be the hardest family member to shop for. But thankfully, Sock Club is here to help. Sock Club is a Sock of the Month subscription service that sends a pair of quality American-made socks. I think they're made right here in Austin, Texas, you guys. So I'm even more of a fan. They send these socks straight to your door every month. This is a little gift with a huge impact because each delivery brings a brand new, never-before-seen sock design specifically created for that month. And you can write a customized gift message so your loved one remembers you every time they receive their socks. Guys, you can also get printable membership certificates, so anytime. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my goodness, Father's Day around the corner, you just go in there, buy a subscription, print off a thing, and then pop it in the mail, guys. You could even do this on the morning of June 18th if that's how you roll. That's kind of how I am. So last minute shoppers can look like expert gift givers as well. All right, guys, as a special offer to our listeners of the happy hour, you can get 15% off when you go to SockClub.com. Use the promo code HAPPY at the checkout. That is SockClub.com, promo code HAPPY. Guys, give a delightful gift experience. Give comfy feet every month. Guys, get Sock Club for your dad's days or your husband or anybody else in June, guys. SockClub.com. Use the promo code HAPPY. All right, here is the rest of my conversation with Angie Smith. Okay, speaking of traveling, I'm leaving tomorrow um, on a very, very long flight to Kenya. Oh, is it Kenya? Yes. I didn't know where you were going. I'm going to Kenya and I'm going with Compassion International, um, which is an organization that Aaron and I have been supporters of for over 10 years. And this Mm. is my first trip with them. (gasps) Is it really? Mm -hmm. I'm super excited. I'm super excited. My husband has been on a trip with them before and I've actually been in country where one of our sponsored kids are and met Uh. them. So we're fans. So That's incredible. Yeah. So I'm super excited. And I know that you have been on a trip with Compassion. Yes, I have. In fact, it was um, a year. It was May, I think. I'm pretty sure it was May. So it was like a year after we lost Audrey. Okay. And um, I went to India and got to meet a couple of my sponsor kids. And yeah, it was it was an incredible trip. Also a very long flight. So yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And then you took another trip with two of your girls. Yes, my oldest girls who are 14 now. Um, but it, and we went to Peru. Okay, it was, it was so cool to see them experience compassion because it's one thing to have like we're getting letters mm-hmm. and you're writing, but you're sort of like not sure mm-hmm. if the letters are actually going to you know or like what does this look like in yeah. the world? And it was just an amazing thing for them to sort of go, this is real. Yeah, the, these are real children. Uh-huh. So it was it was one of my favorite experiences to get to do with them. And it changed their hearts forever. Uh, It really did. So compassion international, if you haven't heard about it, we should tell you what it is. Um, It's a child sponsorship program. So you would sign up to sponsor a child. And so for example, our family, we sponsor Kiara in Peru and Wansley in Haiti. And now we sponsor 
Ryan, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's not how he says his name in Kenya. <laughs> are you going to get to meet him? We're going to meet him. Yes, we are. Yay! Okay, I so. And I will let you know how he really says his name because I, I'm just going to guess it's not Ryan. But okay. that's yeah. what we came up with. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you're right. <laughs> yes. Um, but so you sponsor a child and you can pick a child, whatever. Um, but the cool thing is, and I want to hear your experience as well, because I have seen the compassion projects where the kids come, but they get educational assistance, um, connected with a local church, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, medical assistance, nutritional food. Um, and then yep. one of the cool things about compassion is because they're all connected to a local church, these kids are all going to hear about Jesus. That's right. They all get a Bible in their own language, which I think uh, is, is a big deal. Yeah. A big deal. Um, so my, my husband actually went to Peru and you've been to Peru as well. Did you go to Machu Picchu? No, I didn't get to. Okay. Aaron did. It's on my bucket list. That's why I asked. Mm. I didn't know if you did it. Um, but he met Kira and went to her village and we still have a basket that her mom gave us in our home. Uh, Uh, Isn't that so amazing? Yes. Um, and then we took our son Caden to Haiti with us probably about Five years ago, okay, and we went to the Compassion um, Project where um, our sponsor child Wansley lives, and so Caden and him are the same age, you know, with like three foot mm. of different height difference. But they played basketball. We met his family. <laughs> I mean, it was that. So speaking of your girl seeing it, that was yeah. life changing for my son. Yeah, because Absolutely. when he talks about Wansley now, like he has a picture with him. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I do think it's. I wish everyone could go and see Compassion behind the scenes because. I feel like I grew up, I didn't grow up in a Christian home, but where I, in what I grew up in, I felt like we were kind of watching TV and seeing these people who are asking for money. And it was like, that money's not going, like, this isn't real. We're Uh just writing checks to Sally Struthers Uh or whatever. Like they had the kids with the flies all around. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. And so I just think for me being a little bit skeptical, it was just really good for me to go to the offices and see how they're sorting letters and go and see what these kids, how they've been changed and how much their sponsors mean to them. They, I mean, they're family. So it, it, it was good for me to do that as someone who sort of like had hesitations about believing it. I think it's really easy to have skepticism these days, right? I mean, yeah, people like take money from people all the time and there's, you'll see on the news, like fake organization, you know, rakes in know. $2 billion. I know um, if there's, yeah. it is like HGTV's lying. Did you know that? <laughs> right. I don't know if you found that out. It's yeah. a disappointment. You yeah. can't trust anyone. You can't trust anyone these days. Mm-mm. Um, but I like compassion as well because they're pretty open with their money. Like, yeah, they you are. Know, like, you can go online and figure out actually where all their money goes. Yep. Um, which is really cool to see because if you're going to give something, you know, money every single month, I like to know right. where it goes as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So tell me about the experience through your daughter's eyes. How old were they when they went? I'm trying to remember. So See, I'm terrible with dates. Um, nine or 10, maybe. Okay. Ooh, uh-huh. I should remember. Um, so my son's it, 11 it was, that's going. Oh, that's yeah. a great age. Yeah. I feel like they're like, they understand enough, but they're, I don't know. They, they also like were very open to everything, you know, like they weren't at an age where they had started to be scared of things. Uh-huh. I don't know how to describe yeah, it. No, I just, get it. Like they just sort of like jumped into the culture. Not at first. At first they were just like on the way over. They were like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, how do we do this? And I was like, we just love, I mean, you don't have to do anything. You're not, there's no like plan. We're just going to see it. And it, it was really amazing to see it through their eyes. Um, I just think they didn't realize how similar they would be mm, to the kids, yeah. despite the fact that 
their houses look really different and their lives look really different, they would go and visit the little school that Fernanda goes to and sit at her desk and look at the art she had made. And, you know, it was just, and they would just sit around and laugh and braid each other's hair and they didn't even share a language. And it was like, they didn't need to, Yeah, you know? So I just, that to watch that as a mom is such a cool thing. I remember when we took King to Haiti, like I kind of prepared him, you know, third world country, so we're like driving through the city and I'm, I, I know what I felt the first time I drove through this country, you know, I would mm-hmm. look around and I just felt sadness and devastation and oh, all the things yeah. we're driving through the city. And I'm thinking, oh, this must be so hard for him. I, I just hate that his heart is breaking and mm-hmm. we get to our destination. I was like, Hey buddy, how do you feel? Is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, what do you mean? And I was like, well, like, did you see like the, the trash? And he's like, no, I didn't see that. I don't, he t- literally Wow. Had no, like no feeling that I thought he was just a kid showing up in wow. someone's neighborhood and driving down the streets. And there was like uh, some kind of innocence about that, which I remember yep. thinking, oh man, it, it didn't make me upset. Cause I wasn't like, no, your heart's supposed to break. I was like, right. No, you're just seeing people. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Jamie. I remember just thinking, oh, this is so crazy. And the funny thing about it is when we went, took him to Haiti, we lived in a different part of town here in Austin. It was kind of an under-resourced neighborhood. And okay. He, and he was like, it kind of just looks like our neighborhood at home. And I was like, okay, there you go. There wow. is trash on the side of our street and there's trash on the side of the street. So, wow. Okay. Uh, but it was cool. Like you, like you said, they just kind of, him and Wansley hung out. And I'm yeah. like, this is weird. They're hanging out. I know. And I had kind of warned them like, this is, that's not going to happen. Like you don't have language or whatever. We get there. I have the best pictures of like, you know, I kept saying that, like, you're not going to have anything in common, whatever we get there. They had bought, I got them brand new, like Converse shoes to wear. Uh-huh. Well, unbeknownst to us when we had sent money and Fernanda bought new shoes, she bought the exact same shoes. No. So yes. <laughs> so I have like their little feet lined up. And so that was like our first, you know, we get there mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, never mind. Maybe you guys, you know, it was just such a sweet, like, I, I just felt like there were a bunch of those moments where they were like, okay, this we're, we have a lot in common, even if we can't yeah. talk to each other. It yeah. Was, it was great. One thing I'd love to about, um, like the way that compassion support stuff, I've learned a lot over the past couple of years. And I'm sure you have as well that, that most people, you know what they want is they just want like, they, they just want to like raise their kids, get a job, mm-hmm. get their kids education. They want the same things we want. Right. Yeah. I mean, nothing's different around the world. Right. Um, it might look different. Their house might look different, but the mama just wants the best for her kids. Yeah, that, absolutely. I mean, and I think that's what we have to remember here in America is like, we're not coming in to be like, Oh, we need to build you a better house or no. God, you need different clothes. We're just coming in and saying, Hey, how can we help you in your own culture and your yes. own community? And then just help you do the best for your kids. The same thing that we right. want for our kids. Yep. Oh, it's just so good. So I think for me personally, I think compassion is like a great like entry step. If you're like, Hey, how can I do something around the world? I can't travel. You know, I don't have a thousand dollars to send some kid to school for a year, but how, how can I help? And compassion is like, Hey, $38 a month. Right. No, I think it's, I I think in two, it's just the personal aspect of it is life-changing. You know, when, and I can look at, we've saved all of our letters and sweet little Mohit who's in India as well. Um, which I, sh- it's so sad to talk about that now because they've had to close the program I've heard in that, India. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, it has nothing to do with compassion, but, um, they've just not, they've India's decided not to have any yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So that, that's really hard, but we had, you know, all these letters from Mohit and over years to watch his drawings, you know, yeah. go from like little circles to a house and 
and him saying, I just took these exams and now I'm doing this. And will you pray for this? And Fernanda saying, I got baptized and I'm, you know, like, this is what we got with our money. And they said pictures of like, this is our mattress. This is our, all, everything they're doing. And so you, you just feel like you're in this really special partnership. It doesn't just like drift into the wind and you don't really know what happens. To it's it. so I true. That's yeah. super cool. We have all of our letters too from our kids. It's, it's a lot oh. of fun. And okay. So everyone you're listening, I'm leaving tomorrow on a plane with my son Deacon. Um, don't worry because I have ordered everything I might need to travel internationally. I'm acting like it's my first time, but I was like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it okay. right this time. I bought a little, what'd comp- you get? Well, I bought a compact blanket. Okay. Because oh, I, well, need- I don't even understand that. It's just a blanket that rolls up really tight into this little bag that I can put in my backpack. Okay. I got oh. myself a new backpack. I got myself some, okay. <laughs> some compression socks, Angie. Oh, wow. You're going all the way. Okay. I am. I'm telling you, I'm doing it right this time. I got compression socks. Now this is where I'm going to throw you like, for learn the hard way. Well, Did I you just have leg problems. No, but I just don't want to <laughs> Like they say that you can get a blood clot. Okay. And so I've been traveling okay. internationally for years. I've never gotten one, but I just think it's time. I'm going to wear these you socks do. on the okay. plane. Trust your instinct. Let yeah. me tell you no, the other thing I bought. That's not embarrassing at all. <laughs> Deacon is going to be pumped. (laughs) They're bright pink. Don't worry. Okay. And then here's the thing that I think is going to throw you for a loop. And I'm traveling with Sophie Hudson. Did I tell you that? No. Yes. No. This is basically the best trip of my life. This is going to be like the greatest joy ever. She is one of my favorite people. I'm just going to laugh nonstop. But this is what I bought to go in our room. I'm getting sweaty. Okay. (laughs) I bought a travel um, oil diffuser. Because okay. I don't sell oils. Nobody, nobody hear me say that. I don't sell oils, yeah. but I do use them. Okay. Okay. And I feel like it may not be true. I feel like I sleep better when the lavender oil is coming towards me at night. Do you? I feel like it, it could be fake, Okay. but I feel like it, but I bought one for our room. It's really travel and compact. So those are my new things for traveling international this time. That's, those are all really, really great things. Thank you. What are you going to do on the plane though? You need to like. Do you have like something for Deacon to watch? Well, or... hopefully they have all the TVs on the airplane. Yeah, I guess they do. They didn't have them on ours, I don't think, for what? some one this of is, the flights. That's, that would stress yeah. me out because when I I went to Barcelona in December and on the entire plane, I kid you not, this is not a joke. On the entire plane, there was one TV that didn't work. It was my seat. No. Yep. One TV. I was like, well, this is awesome. My husband did not trade seats with me at all. Not even for half oh. the flight. I was like, can we do half seats? Like, that's... No, nothing. <laughs> That's a, that's a counseling session. <laughs> right, right. right? Um, <laughs> so we're ready for this flight and this time in uh, Kenya, Deacon and I are. So it should be fun. Where do you go through? How do you get there? You Chicago, go Austin. To Chicago and then, I don't know, some other country and then Kenya. I'm prepared. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. Okay. We'll be you, ready. You don't know where you're going, but you have your socks. I have my socks and my blanket. So we're right. good. Okay. We're good. And then yeah. Aaron and I You're going to love it. I know. We're flying to, inter- to Ireland this summer. Aaron and I, have you been to Ireland? Stop. I've been to Northern Ireland. Uh, yeah. Okay. Just yeah. a tiny little bit in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll run into Bono and ask him about that moment. I wish you would. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'd like to know what happened. Yep. I'm going to say, and... listen, I heard you had a moment in California. And maybe just make him redo it <laughs> right? for you. And I'll video it for you. And send it to me. Yes, Thank yes, you. Yes, yes, um, Okay, Angie, I want to ask you about something I saw on your Instagram the other day. Anything. Um, your painting. Oh my goodness. 
right? Yes. So I was moved watching it and I don't even know anything about this, but Uh, give us a little backstory. Tell the story because people who might not have seen on Instagram, tell them what happened and what your husband and Lisa, everyone can like did together for you. Okay. Well, the beginning of the story, I'll, I'll like make it a snippet, but one of the issues with Audrey was her heart. And so after she was diagnosed, we went to the store, found this bunny. It's a long story. But and she was diagnosed that, in utero. Let me just say that too. Right? It was what? In utero. The diagnosis. She, she was diagnosed in utero. Yes. I um, and I she lived for that. like, yeah, she lived for about two and a half hours. Um, But the bunny had a mark on its heart and they were like trying to discount it for us. We're like, no, 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 no. Like this is, this is our bunny. And of course I'm bawling. So we brought it home and put band-aids on. And that was kind of how we explained to the kids what was going on. So the bunny went everywhere with us. Like mm-hmm. it was just kind of their representation. And so that has, and the book was called, I will carry you. So fast forward, Deanne is like, it's Deanne art is her Instagram name, but she's right here about 10 minutes from my house. And she's my favorite artist, but I've never owned one of her pieces. Anyway, she posted one the other day. And as soon as it came up, I was just like, (gasps) because it was this little redheaded angel that had a mark on its heart that looked like a cross. And the name of the painting was carry you. Okay. So she posted this on Instagram and you saw it. Yes. Okay. I didn't know that part. Okay. And I was like blown away by it. And I, I like posted and just said, I can't believe this. It moved me so much. And it was, it was actually a line she had done in conjunction with Lisa Turkhurst ministry, um, Proverbs 31. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so long story short, I kind of reached out, Lisa's a dear friend. And so I was like, you've got to see this. You didn't even know this happened. It meant so much to me. There was only obviously one original and it had sold like forever ago. Right. So Lisa contacts her the next day, as does Todd. Neither of them knowing the other one had. And you not knowing either, obviously. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I mean, she's like not – I mean, I think you could commission her to do work, but – That's not what she does. She's – no. I mean, she's like big time. Okay. She's worried about like Pottery Barn and country living. Like she's not doing this kind of stuff. (laughs) So so they contacted her. She actually had – she knew about Audrey's story and apparently she went into like her whole crew and just said – like stop the presses on everything else. This is what we're doing. And she made an original print for me. I'm going to cry talking about it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like 36 by 36. I mean, it's huge. Mm-hmm. And so the Instagram video that you're talking about was Todd just took me on my birthday, like to meet her. And she just like, let me walk around the shop and we were talking and she had it set up, but she didn't know if I would like recognize it. And I turned around and just dead stopped. And I, you know, I'm just looking at her like, wait, what is it? I mean, it was, yeah. So I've got Cause it. you knew it was sold. Like, so why yeah. would you be there? No, I mean, I couldn't. And so the fact that, and it like the angel's hair is a little bit more red and it's, it's not the same as the original. She wanted to make it special. And so she added a little bit of gold and she was like, she's on streets of gold. This is where, you know, and then Lisa wrote this amazing dedication on the back. It was so, I, it's one of the most special moments of my life. I will never forget it. Never. She's the kindest woman and she's so, so gifted. Uh, like I just think everyone should own at least one piece of her work. So, And so it's in your house right now. It is. We found a spot for it that looks like it was made for it. So uh, I know it was so great, Jamie. I know I can't, I didn't have words for like days. I couldn't. Yeah. It was really special. It was like special on so many accounts. And then your husband gets like major husband gift points for that. 
He does. Yeah, he does. But yeah, I'm like, let's not talk about that after you say that Aaron won't give you his screen because I feel like we've set this up to be (laughs) disconnected. It's okay. I'll be like, hey, let me tell you about this story. And this has been gifting. So they are I got plenty of screen stories. I got plenty of screen stories. Um, Oh, it was so beautiful. And so people are gonna have to look on your Instagram to see the video because I watched it's so it like gorgeous. seven times and oh, it is so gorgeous. gorgeous. Oh, you need to put up a picture or just send, me, send me one personally. Yeah. I'll be in your house. <laughs> I don't I will. Show everybody else. I want to see it. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I know what it looks like, that'd be awesome. Yeah. It is amazing. Oh, I would do that. Oh, okay. Angie, it's almost summer. Yeah. I mean, it's like May 31st. It's the last day of May. Where did the time go? Um, do you, are you like a mom who's like, I love summer. Or are your mom that's like kind of hard? Like well, my girlfriends and I were having this conversation the other day. And it's a good like, conversation. And yeah. I want your perspective because here's the deal. I can, I never get rid of my kids. Because that's they're true. already always here. Yeah. Which is So it's crazy. really another and day for you. It is, except for the pool's open, which yeah. is great. Yeah. So we can take the kids to the pool. But it, I don't feel like I I have to find like you know, all year round, I'm sort of like, can I find like a pocket of time yeah. to like have a little bit of a break? So I don't know that summer's that different. What for you guys? Is it like, do sports still keep going? No, do no. you change pace? We change pace a little. Like we don't do um, sports, but we're traveling some and I've signed my kids up for camps. And you okay. know, last summer, I, last summer was the first summer I had ever been like, oh, I have work I have to do because you know, the podcast mm. keeps going in the summer. Oh, it and, does. Yeah. And so, you know, it keep nothing, nothing changes for that sense. And so last summer was really hard. I felt like a failure as a mom. I felt like a failure mm-hmm. as a worker. I just felt like a capital F failure the whole summer. Yeah. And I remember getting to end and thinking, I'll never, I I can't let this happen again. And so this year I've set up a lot of things we've scaled back, you know, just like, no, we're going to protect this time because so I love summer, but also towards the end, I'm like, are we still doing the same thing? every Yeah. So that's, but I really, I'm really curious about like the practical part of that. Like when you say I'm going to, we're kind of like carving out space differently. What does that look like? Like we're, do you, do you just mean like kind of other than traveling for fun, you don't, or you have like, yeah, I'm not tra- I'm traveling for that... work one time. Okay. You know? And so there's just one thing and it's here in Texas. I'll drive to it in Houston. One thing. That's um, awesome. And I have also set up, I normally do all my podcast recordings on two days of the week. Anyway, it's just like, those are the days. If you can't do it that day, catch you on the other side, but that's what I okay. do. Uh, but now it's down to like, I think I'm only recording like five times the whole summer, you know? So okay. I'll do a lot in one day and my kids will just hang out, but hopefully right. that frees me up, you know, to do more that's stuff. That's awesome. But that's kind of what I'm awesome. doing. And I'm not working on any kind of writing or anything, which, you know, you'll, that'll be nice when you turn it in um, yeah. to kind of let it go. So I just kind of like scheduled my work a little different. That's awesome. Mainly because like a- I just want to not feel like, I'm failing to everybody, you know? Well, if you figure out how to do that, I, I need know. you to write that book. <laughs> I know, right? It's hard. I know. It's hard for everyone. I mean, no matter what your job is, no matter what your family situation is, I, I like people ask me all the time, like, how do you, how do, you do it like, all? I yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know this question. Everyone asks it. And it's like, we're all giving the same answer. <laughs> we don't, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's, it's, it's, I say that all the time too. It's good for me to remember as well. It's also good for me though. I think it's good for my kids to see, Hey, mom has a job, so she's going to go work yeah. for four hours and then I'm yours. Yeah. You know, but this is just how life works because let right. me tell you kids, 
when I was younger, you know what I did in the summer? I stayed home all day and waited for like Dr. Phil, uh, not Dr. Phil. Hello. Mm-hmm. That wasn't out yet. Phil Donahue and Oprah to come sure. on yeah. and made myself macaroni and cheese while my parents both worked. So yeah. you can give me four hours on a Wednesday is what I've that's, come to. Uh, no. And I actually think you're right. I think there's, you don't, you don't just get like, that's not reasonable in life right. to act like you don't work. And yeah. so it's good for my kids to see, yeah, we're see how we have a house, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like that doesn't, that didn't just like pop up. Exactly. Like, you actually have to go work. <laughs> so I think that's a, a good, yeah. A so good that's what we're um, Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Okay, we're almost done, but I need to know, what do you read? Are you reading while you're writing? I, I bet you're not. Um, Except I for actually, the 75 like books on psychology. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it, it's rough. Um, there is, I just read one book that wasn't related to this. And of course, oh my goodness, I'm so bad at this. It's okay. Um, I'm like about to run downstairs and get it. Um, but it, it was a book about, um, it's, oh, ah, I'll text you the name of that too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it was this fascinating book that was basically about how the system failed this young boy and that continually his family was saying like, he has problems and we need help. He's a danger. Mm. And it just like, everything just kept getting passed over. I mean, it's obviously it's nonfiction. It's Mm -hmm. it's a true story. Mm -hmm. And the way it starts and like on the back cover, it says he was standing over these two women with a knife and Mm. kills one of them. This is true story. Yes. So the other one lives. Um, but it was just, it's something night mm. is in the title. I'll send it to you. But okay. it was just like a fascinating story about how the system works mm. and how many, you read it and you're like just shocked that like, I think it's dark of night. Anyway, you're just shocked that this, that so many things could happen where they were like, no, this happened at school. He was doing this and right. they'll like lose files or not care or not like be monitoring. It's just not that that excuses it, but it's really fascinating to see what sort of leads up to something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're not surprised that I think that's interesting. No, I'm, I would like, I'm thinking I need to read this right now before it gets out into great. a movie. It's great. Yeah. It's great. That's awesome. I just read um, Lisa Harper's new book. Oh, I haven't read it yet. I know. And I just recorded a show with her and just fell in love. It was our first time to ever meet. No, it's not. It was, I know. And now I'm like basically going to just show up at her doorstep one day and be like, Hey, I'm here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hang she's out. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's Awesome. And Missy, stop. I know. I know. It was so fun to record with her. And we recorded in person. I was in Nashville. And so that just made it even more fun. That's that's the best way to record, but that's not life, you know, so it was a lot of fun. But I'm so glad that worked out. She's got the best laugh. And like in person, you can just see joy. Yes. Yes. It was so good. So I think our book comes out when this tomorrow. So, uh, Oh, is it? Yeah. June 1st. Okay. Um, let me get the name right so that I can tell you. Yeah, um, it's a really cool title. Yeah, I just I just read it like anyhow. Hap- the per- not the pursuit of happiness. No, something of happiness. The something of happiness. Sacred, no. Yes, no, no, no. You're going. You're going, right. Isn't it something like that? Uh-huh, you're right. The sacrament of happy or something like that. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. She's going to be so pumped. She's going to be really excited that. about how I just had, you know, spent an hour with her yesterday and I read her whole book. Um anyhow, so 
good. That's, that's a good awesome. summer read as well. Um, okay, Angie, you're the best. I even though it took us like literally like a lot to get this call to happen, <laughs> it really did. But I feel like it. I feel like that really set us up for it a win. Set us like, up it, for it a win. Just can't go downhill when you've already listened to my. <laughs> this is the best. So good. I actually wouldn't have done it any other way. I actually wish that that would have been recorded. And that's Me how you start our conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> Tamron. Uh, is that her name? Tamron? I think it is. Yeah, Tamron I think Hall? so. Yeah, she's cute. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much. And listen, all you listeners, I'm going to put all the links up. Um, and I'm going to put up a special link for compassion. If you want to follow along with the trip, it's compassion.com slash happy hour. Um, and from there you can sponsor a child in Kenya, which is really, really, really cool because that's where I'll be. And so follow my Instagram, everything story, you know, we have some good stories with my compression socks on the airplane. So I, I really am going to need some <laughs> photographic evidence of this entire thing. I need can to I, document. Can I tell you real quick before we go, one of my biggest thieves in the entire world. Are you ready? When I am. I, when I'm on an airplane and I, I hope you don't do this. Oh my gosh. And I see someone walk to the restroom with just socks on. I really, really want to vomit. Okay. So you wouldn't walk barefoot to the bathroom. No, you? please don't tell me you do Angie. No. <laughs> be true. I feel like we've really been hitting it <laughs> off till this moment. I am saying I have done it. Okay. Like men pee on the floor. Do you? No, they don't. <laughs> you don't have boys. You're ruining You don't everything. have boys. This is it right here. You have they an amazing don't. husband and you don't have boys. They don't pee on airplane floors. It drops. That's all I'm saying. Oh, gosh. Really? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's why okay. you're going to need to just put, slip on your flip-flops. Or you know what? Yeah. Sometimes I have a special flying pair of socks. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so these are socks that I would just put on to walk around the airplane, and then they get folded like inside out where nothing touches where the floor was, and they go in my bag, and they don't get worn again. I'm going to work this into my book now. <laughs> like, what happened in your childhood? Exactly, friends? exactly. I don't know, but I'm just saying. Are you weird about that with other things? No. I mean, I, I, you'll never find me walking barefoot. Like, I don't like, maybe that's what it is. I don't like being barefoot. Okay. I always have socks on in my house. You do. Yeah. Uh, but I don't sleep in socks. I take them off when I get in the bed. Because the bed is clean and safe. There's well, no pee. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, we've gone downhill. But yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I, I guess I will have to put my shoes on over my compression socks when I go to the restroom <laughs> is what I'm saying. This is going to be, be an even better sight. So there's it that. It really is. I'm pumped about seeing it. Yeah. Deacon's going to be excited to be sitting next to me. So there's that. You uh, are going to have a blast. I can't yeah, wait to follow yeah, along. Yeah. Um, Angie, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for coming on. Anytime. We'll have to do it again. I loved it. Yes. All right, you guys, for real. Angie talking about her compassion experiences she took once without her girls and then once with two of her girls. It was so good for me to hear. Uh, I cannot tell you how excited I am uh, for a few reasons. I've never been to the country of Kenya. I'm taking one of my kids with me. Um, and, and it's just going to be so amazing to expose him to another part of our world. And for me to get to see close up with my hands, with my eyes, with everything experience, what Compassion International is doing. Uh, for the children in the country of Kenya. So follow along on our journey on Instagram. And I would actually really appreciate it if you'd consider sponsoring a child where we're gone. Guys, the specific link for our trip is compassion.com slash happy hour. For the least, you just go check it out. Look around, follow my trip, see how you feel. Um, compassion.com slash happy hour. Okay, you guys, I need to take a moment. I still cannot believe that Angie walks on the plane barefoot. Please tell me that some of you gasp as much as I did. I, I love Angie, no judgment to any of you guys out there that walk on a plane barefoot. And maybe it's just I don't like to be barefoot, but whatever. 
Also, my compression socks, you guys, I've never worn them, but please somebody also tell me I'm not alone. They're going to help me, right? They're going to help me feel better. I'm not going to get a blood clot, all those things. Also, I am here to tell you that I have seen the video that Angie talked about of you two performing and Bono messing up. She texted it to me. And I'm just thankful that Bono messes up. You know, right? Because real people perform concerts and real people make mistakes. Thank you, Bono, for being a real person. Okay, guys, if you haven't read any of Angie's books, I suggest going to where it all started with her book, I Will Carry You, The Sacred Dance of Grief and Joy. And I was not lying when I told her that I bawled my eyes out on the treadmill at the YMCA in Austin, Texas. Also, you guys, listen, that Dateline recording, I didn't realize my computer was recording, but listen to this. This is what happened when when I called Angie the first time. Okay, here it is. Can you hear me? Angie, I heard something. My mom and detectives uncover a pattern of violent behavior. She always said it was nothing. When he busted her front teeth out, it was nothing. Bringing long buried family secrets to light. And she knows, or at least believes, she believes her brother is a murderer. Angie. I'm Tamron Hall. I report on a lot of horrific crimes and when my sister was murdered, crime got personal for me and my... You guys, hilarious. Am I right? I was like, what is happening when I called Angie and Tamron Hall is on the line? I thought I had a different interview scheduled. Just kidding. Um, okay, guys, don't forget Summer Book Club. Summer Book Club. Tomorrow is June 1st. Our book club is from Christian Shell, the June Book Club, and it's called The Turquoise Table. It's really going to be a great read to start summer with. Let me tell you why. It's not a hard book to read. Um, It's a beautiful, almost like a coffee table book, but it has a lot of words in it, if that makes sense. It's beautiful. It's going to be a great thing to start off the summer, just about opening up our spaces, opening up our lives, opening up our community to people around us. And I'm not going to lie. I'm dying to tell you what July and August books are, but I'm going to wait because I just need to wait. But know that I cannot wait to tell you. Guys, today's show is edited by Logan Garza, and the music is from Jason O. Hopefully you heard last week's show with Cheryl Scruggs, an amazing story of a marriage that was broken and then it was put back together through Jesus. I have had such great feedback on that show. Last Friday also was the last happy half hour and it was Bianca Oltoff. I love her. You love her. We all love her. Make sure you listen because it's basically like 25 minutes of fun and she's doing some really cool things that I want you to know about. Next week, my guest is Sarah Harmeyer. Sarah and I actually traveled to Uganda together two years ago. And she is quite possibly one of the nicest people I've ever met. And this goes perfect, guys. I didn't even think about this, but this goes perfect with our book club because Sarah's whole mission is gathering people around the table. Oh, I love it. I literally just had a moment right now while recording this to tell you that these two go hand in hand. So I cannot wait. You're going to love her. Guys, enjoy your week. The last day of May. Happy June 1st tomorrow. Share the show with a girlfriend and have a happy hour with a friend. I will see you guys next week with my friend Sarah Harmeyer.